Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 114 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself, Barry Drake. This week, we're going to speak to the uh, chairman of Greyhound Race in Ireland, Rossi Oktakonirn, um, which of course is uh, Frank Nuyen. And uh, Frank, firstly, thanks for joining us on the podcast. My pleasure, Barry. Nice to be asked. Of course, look, it's that time of the year again, uh, coming to, uh, you know, another year ending. We've had some, you know, fabulous racing over the course of the the, the year and, you know, so many talking points that that was another successful year. It was a great year, yeah. In fact, we just finished there with the ledger last Sunday night with an incredible final, um, which sort of put a cap on what was a a tremendous year. And hopefully with the Winter Racing Festival to come, uh, we'll go out with a bang. Yeah, I'm sure we will. And, you know, as you said there, the Ledger, another fabulous success, as were, you know, all the classics there, the recent Laurels at Curraheen Park as well, your your local track, I suppose, and the Derby as well, back on television. You know, it, they were all big talking points and no doubt, you know, the ground supporters all over the country, you know, got great pleasure of sitting down watching it if they were unable to make the track. Oh yeah, absolutely, and uh, the uh, well, the Lars has a special place in my heart, uh, especially considering uh, the events of 2019 and and into 2020, when 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 the Greyhound community in Cork, under the leadership of of the great JBM, came to our rescue and and effectively saved the classic. Um, but yeah, no, this this was a great year. Um, great attendances, attendances for the major events are back up around 2015, 2016 figures, uh, and even that that's even with. Like as you know, we got the Derby back on 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 mainstream um, terrestrial television this year, and uh, I think there's every prospect that we'll have it and maybe a bit more next year. And of course, we we have the the, the satellite coverage, extensive satellite coverage, and uh, throughout the Greyhound season for for those that can't get to the track. Yeah, that's absolutely uh, fantastic. So, you know, looking forward, to, as you said, to the uh, Winter Racing Festival. And I suppose, Frank, you'll be urging, you know, to the ground supporters all over the country, if at all possible, make their way to Shelburne Park. Very important that everyone come out and support these great nights. Absolutely, and and for 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 greyhound uh, uh, people, there's nothing like the actual live event. It's like any live sport, really. I mean, you can enjoy a game on television, but when you when you go to see it, it's actually it's a different experience. Um, and greyhound racing is exactly the same. I mean, like the, the thrill when the traps go up. I mean, it's fantastic. And Shelburne Park is is such a fantastic venue. I'd, I'd encourage as many people as possible to get there. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. Very well said. And before we move on, just in terms of the additional prize money over the course of uh, December at all the various tracks uh, I know for, for, for certain speaking to lots of people at my local tracks over the, the last uh, week or two that's been very well received Yeah and look um, the, the board isn't divorced from the realities of the world as it is at the moment I mean we're all people trying to make our own way in life and everybody knows that the last 12 months have been hard with, with the increases in, in, in and especially increases in things that matter to greyhound people heat and light and petrol and diesel um, and the board had a look at the figures there at the end of November and felt that we, we, we did have the, the scope to, to throw a few extra quid into the pot and see could we kind of help people out over the end of the year I mean the money the money is there to be spent it belongs to the Greyhound community our job is to try and get it out there Yeah exactly and of course there was a recent bonuses as well announced uh, for next year and I thought them you know bonuses are very achievable so no doubt uh, there will be one or two of them one 
Yeah, you'd expect that, that. I mean, at least one and probably two. There's a good prospect of them. And look, you never know after that. Well, you know, but aren't they great things to be be looking forward to? And I noticed with the Winter Racing Festival now, we we have, have um, some of the UK dogs coming over chasing our pots, uh, which is uh, a change in, in recent times. Um, but the more than welcome, as long as they don't win. Exactly. No, look, in fairness, it always adds to the occasion. And in fairness, so many, I suppose, UK Greyhound supporters make the trip um, annually to Shelburne Park. So we'll be looking forward to the banter with all our UK friends there um, in Shelburne Park on the Winter Racing Festival. In terms of the, you know, care and welfare schemes, um, continued expansion, uh, Frank? Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, I mean, the, the reality is that that, that um, Rossi of Conairn is now the biggest um, dog welfare organisation in the state. Um, but and like we need to be, I suppose, firstly because we should be. They're our greyhounds, and we need to look after them. Um, but secondly, like we, we we have a responsibility imposed on us by law to look after greyhounds and to make sure that everybody else looks after them. And we make no apology for for the investment in care and welfare. You'll, you'll probably have seen some of the, the new vans on the road. And I suspect at this stage, most, most people involved in the industry will have had a visit from a welfare inspector. Yeah, I was just going to get to that. I was speaking to a good friend of mine um, earlier on. And, um, you know, he just has two greyhounds at the moment. And um, a lovely man, um, I think, came out to him there recently for a welfare inspection. And he was more than happy to bring him around and, you know, show him his... Um, you know, lovely facilities out there, and you know it's it's great to see because um, you know we 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 want that. Oh yes, we have look. We have nothing to hide, Barry. I mean, you know yourself, like people people who have greyhounds, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of them they look after them better nearly than they look after themselves. You know, and they're only too pleased for people to come and, and verify that fact. And the reality is that there are there are tons and tons and tons of expense uh, of inspections, twice what they were last year. But like, what they're finding is that people are doing their job. They're minding their dogs. Yeah, that's exactly it. And tell me, Frank, are you happy with the uh, traceability system? Yeah, yes, we are. I mean, that was probably the biggest single change that we introduced after 2019. Um, We we knew that some of the figures that were being quoted and uh, were mad and were not true, quite bluntly. But of course, we didn't have the facility to prove it. So we started from scratch and went went for the traceability system. So thankfully, now we know where every racing greyhound in Ireland is at any given time and we can disprove some of the fallacious statements that were being made and it gets better all the time when you, information is power um, so we'll be able to use that information now to improve um, all, all our services uh, as you know we extended it into, into trials this year and from next year now we're going to be looking at the injuries to greyhounds and we'll have, we'll have that information in real time so if there's any adjustments to be made we'll be able to make them and make them quickly yeah, yeah, fantastic. Because look, obviously, I suppose you know, for you know, I suppose they, like the older generation and stuff like that, you know, trying to you know sort it out and stuff like that. It, it kind of wasn't straightforward, but I'm sure everyone understands. You know, this is the future of greyhound racing and, and how important it is because you know so many you know greyhound supporters all over the country were maddened at these crazy figures that were being thrown at us. Because one thing that absolutely drives me bonkers is, you know, we've agreed for every greyhound, and um, you know the greyhounds are so well cared now you know 99.9% of a greyhound will qualify the, the, the grading system is so achievable you know what I mean even a, a slow greyhound will qualify for a race I, I mean and as you said there's a race for every greyhound um, and like a lot of people involved in the industry are never going to have 
are, are never going to have a, a dog that's going to run in the classic. But, and, they, they, and okay, everybody dreams. But the reality is that most people are happy to win any old race in Corrigan Park or somewhere to bring out a winner on a nice, like, I mean, so that's fantastic. Yeah, it's a pastime. It's a pastime for an awful lot of people, uh, and I mean, if if you can cover your expenses, you're having a good year. Yeah, without a doubt. And I suppose, look, I'm not trying to knock a greyhound by calling a greyhound slow because, look, obviously there is slow greyhounds and fast greyhounds. I had two greyhounds running in y'all last night, and you know, some people might think they're slow, but we're delighted with them. We're getting you know great sport and great enjoyment out of them, and you know they're being fantastically well handled by our trainer. Yeah, right, and yeah, I mean, and and isn't it isn't it great fun? You know, it's great fun. Um, look, as you said, if you can cover the expenses, it's a bonus. You know. Yeah, without a doubt. Look, as I said, look, um, it's all about having having a great night out and a bit of enjoyment. And once the dog is happy to do it, which they all are, we're we're happy to go along with it. So you know, elsewhere, we're we're coming into the the new year. I suppose only a couple of weeks to go now till twenty twenty three. Obviously, look, you you touched on you know big racing there, hopefully on mainstream television as well, because I know, um. Racing Post Greyhound TV last week were announcing that they're going to be covering more racing on that uh, great channel next year as well. So that's all positive, anyway. Oh, absolutely, and and they were anxious to cover to to cover greyhound racing. Well, I suppose there are two things. First of all, we do have the best dogs in the world, um, and we, therefore we have the best racing. And and secondly, uh, in spite of the efforts of of a, of a very small minority of people, uh, our reputation for for uh, the the integrity of our racing is now it's accepted all over the world. Um, and especially in, in our neighbours in the UK they're very happy to take our, our racing now yeah. yeah they sure are and look obviously we've got you know fantastic um, ground staff and people involved in you know all the various tracks all over the country and I suppose like you know minimising tra- track injuries and you know actions taken you know a lot of the, the great work is down to these fantastic people that are doing all that work it is, and, and on, under the direction of Derek Frehill, in fairness to them, they, they continue to make strides. Uh, we had a presentation recently at a forum from, from Derek in relation to objective standards of measurement for tracks so that we wouldn't be relying on your opinion or my opinion about the first bend. Like there would, there would actually be a scientific basis for for camber and for surface, uh, and it's a, it's a very scientific application, which hopefully will result in fewer injuries. Look, greyhounds run extremely fast on on very narrow legs. You're always going to have the odd injury, uh, but you could have it at home as well. You know. So, uh, the thing is to minimise it and to make sure that any dog that is hurt, a is treated properly, and b if he can, if if he can run again, get him back up and running, and if he can't, that he has a proper home for the rest of his life. Yeah, that's um, you know absolutely uh, uh, brilliant stuff, uh, Frank. And you know, I suppose finally be, before we um, finish up, um, you know, obviously, look, there there's a lot to look forward to next year, and we just, I suppose, everyone that's involved in the sport has to keep pushing the sport uh, forward. I've seen you know lots of kind of benefit nights there, kind of around in Escarty and Clonmel and other tracks recently, and you know, try and drive them on as well next year because it's very important oh yeah and I don't know you probably saw this year we did our first big student night in Dublin three and a half thousand students uh, in, in Shelburne Park you know, and we're, we're going to run more of those because 
obviously we need we need to introduce our sport to the next generation uh, and that there'll be a big focus on that during the coming year as well yeah I have to say sorry you, you just mentioned that and of course reminded me of that I think you know everyone you know around the country were, were sharing the, the wonderful images and the, the wonderful videos um, from that night at, at Shelburne Park because the students were out in force they had a you know an amazing night no doubt and you know it's something as you said no doubt that you'd um, like to I suppose grow and stuff like that because we see how popular it is in horse racing over the course of the last couple of years and you know we're more than capable of putting on that show as well we are, and what was fantastic to see on the night as well, Barry, was that the retired greyhounds were, were in their usual spots there in Shelburne Park. It was fantastic to see the respect with which they were dealt with by, by the students um, who were actually queuing up to have their photographs taken with them. You know, it was, it was lovely to see. Yeah, exactly. And of course, look, uh, we've, we've mentioned this uh, numerous times on the podcast and, you know, previous episodes that, you know, retired greyhounds, uh, they're there and uh, they're uh, just an unbelievable pet. Oh yeah, and anybody who has him, my own brother has uh, uh, has recently acquired one. Anybody who has him wouldn't wouldn't get anything else. You know, they love him. You know, they're 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 they're, they're great pets. Yeah, they sure are. They're, they're the most amazing animals. So I think that's about it, Frank. I think we've covered um, you know a, a lot of stuff there. Is there anything you'd like to add before we finish up? No, I I, I could just say this to, to to the general racing public that are listening. Um, the big thing that we are going to be judged on this year, next year and the year after uh, apart from the care and welfare which to be fair I think we have in hand is attendance you know, go to the dogs just go to the dogs yeah, I think that's um, you know very well put as well, and you know share it with your friends and all these occasions because you just need to get out and go. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, fantastic, uh, Frank. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Wishing you and your your family um, a very lovely Christmas and a happy new year. And uh, no doubt we'll be catching up again in twenty twenty three. Yeah, thanks, Barry. And look, any any time there's any issue that you, you think would benefit from from a chat, I'm I'm more than willing. Thank that, you very much. That's great stuff, Frank Nyan there, the chairman of uh, Greyhound Race in Ireland, Rossi O'Connorn. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.